It's the Buzz and Steve-O Show, coming at you now. Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Buzz and Steve-O Show. The schedule has been released, and today we are going to kind of go through it, make our predictions as useless as they may be, they may be just as useless as our uh, draft predictions were, but let's do it anyway because that's why we're here. Yep. 2022 season. Man, uh, the schedule doesn't look terrible. I mean, we play two of the lesser conferences in each uh, – or lesser divisions in each conference. Well, you know, they – we're second from the bottom as far as strength of schedule goes based on last year. Um, we're supposed to have the second easiest schedule. Dallas, believe it or not, has the easiest according to last year's percentages. I think all the teams last year were 400 and something winning percentage and a little bit less than that four something for Dallas. So on paper, it looks like we should win a lot of games this year, but you've got to look at these teams and how they've improved. Yeah, a lot. Of, what a lot of people don't understand is they say, you know, oh, the Cowboys, they, they won the division last year. They went to the playoffs. Why are they tied with Washington for strength of schedule? Well, it's because we're in the same division, obviously, and we play the same divisions. And outside of maybe three games, uh, our schedules are the same. Pretty much. There's a, one or two games where they play somebody we don't and vice versa, but and what, pretty much that's it. What basically what it boils down to is uh, the fact, the reason that the Cowboys are slated to have an easier schedule than the Commanders is because the Commanders have to play the Cowboys twice and the Cowboys have to play the Commanders twice. And that's basically – for all intents and purposes, the difference in the schedule exactly. and why they are slated to have the easy, easier uh, schedule because I guess, you know, in Vegas they're uh, considered a better team than the Commanders. Well, bottom line is, though, like like you said, with, with our additions, hopefully everybody stays healthy and in place. Should be a kick-butt year for us. Should be. Whether it is or not, who knows? We'll have to wait and see, but on paper, uh, we should have an awesome year. We'll just have to see if everybody shows up to play. Yeah, I mean, just at a glance, you know, this schedule is Jags at Lions, Eagles at Cowboys, Titans at Bears, Packers at Colts, Vikings at Eagles primetime, at Texans, Falcons at Giants, bye week, Giants at home, at 49ers, Browns, Cowboys. So – Outside of the division, the standouts on this schedule are obviously Packers. The Colts only because of Carson, you know, uh, and his redemption story. Then the, the Vikings, all right. And then at the Eagles on a, on a Monday night, um, you know, that's kind of the – that's right in the middle. That's week six through week nine. Week 10, I'm sorry. And that's that's the meat of the schedule. That's the hardest stretch we're going to have to go through. Packers at Colts. Vikings at Eagles. Um, 
you know, and well, we got these division games that are always tough. The div- yeah, outside of the division and, and 49ers, I'm about. you know, we can't snooze on them. And the 49ers, we've not had good luck against them in recent history. But the, the game before that is uh, a Giants game, and it's to be determined whether they're going to play a Saturday or a Sunday there. Um, that's a home game, but then you turn you're going to turn around and go to the West Coast. Yeah. So and then you got the Browns at home. And who knows what that's going to look like. And then you finish out with the Cowboys at home. So, you know, it, it's, no it's, schedule it's a, is necessarily easy. It's a doable schedule to win the division. We just have to get but, it done. So let's get into it now. Let's, uh, let's kind of go down this schedule and let's, let's make our predictions about uh, what's going to happen here and, and where we're going to end up. Let's roll. All right, Jags at home week one. I mean, I don't see how you can pick the Jags here. Obviously, it's a sleeper game. It's a trap game, and they've made a lot of improvements. But, I mean, come on. If you can't beat the Jags, you might as well put down an L for the rest of the season. So, I got them I got them, uh, I got them a W against the Jags. Yeah, I'll go with that also. I've got a W there, but I do think it's going to be a you better come to play because the Jags have improved. Last year, they uh, were terrible. Their offensive line was terrible. This year, they've improved their offensive line. They've added a couple weapons. They've been a fairly decent on defense. Um, but, you know, with Trevor Lawrence and they've added, of course, Brandon Sheriff, he's going to be wanting to play real good. But, uh, you know, hey, we, we're supposed to beat them. we got to get out there and play. So I'm giving it to W2. Yeah. And, you know, with all the controversy around that team, they've had the top two picks last two years. You know, Myers gone. Um, they talked like he was kind of a cancer over there. Uh, we'll see what they can do. I think they're going to be much improved, but I don't think they're going to be improved enough. All right, we both got W's there. We're going to Detroit, heading up north a little bit. But they've added some pieces. Look, they have one of the better wide, rookie wide receivers, <clears throat> but he's one of those guys that you double cover and you don't have no issues with. So, But they've added some other elements. This, again, is not going to be just a breeze through. I think it's going to be a tough game, but no reason why we shouldn't win it. Uh, we're going to have to get after um, the quarterback. We're going to have to get some sacks, pressures, and, uh, you know, should be a long day for Detroit. Yeah, I mean, they're a professional football team. I- I'll grant you that, but, you know, I, I don't think they have the weapons um, to – be too competitive. They got the we- they got some decent weapons. It's just whether they can put a game plan together that's successful. Well, I think Jared Goff and, and that whole situation is uh, is gonna tell on them a little bit. Yeah, Dion. Uh, what was uh, the Swift dude uh, who's their running back? Started off the year last year, had an excellent year, and then just faded. I mean, he was he killed some people in fantasy. So. He just kind of went by the wayside. We'll yeah, see what he can do this year. He got hurt a little bit last year. He was out yeah. for a bit, and he had good games, had bad games. But Yep. So you got him a W? I got him a W, no doubt. 2-0. and oh. All right. And then you're <laughs> week three, you're facing the Eagles. 1 p.m. on Fox. It's, it's right up the road. The Eagles are notorious for traveling to Washington. The Washington, Washington Commanders are – notorious for not filling the stadium with our own fans. You got the whole Carson Wentz thing going on. Um, you know, it's, it, the Eagles have improved. They're a good team. 
They've what? added some nice weapons also. What you going to do in that spot? Well, here's the deal. I mean, it's the NFC East. Uh, we're not getting no, – nobody in – I'm sorry, but nobody in the NFC East is sweeping the commanders this year. It happened last year. Guess what? It's not happening this year. I'm going to give the home to field advantage, even though the Eagles travel well. I think 2-0, and we're going to be filling the stands a little better than we have in the past. Uh, winning does that. And so, you know, I'm going to give the W here to the commanders. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think, um, I think the Eagles are a good team, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to commanders being much improved and putting um, – putting the puzzle pieces together i mean they had some talent last year and they just couldn't put it together carson's got something to prove and i'm i'm really looking forward to him stepping up and proving it so i got him a w2 so we're both three and oh right now hey that's 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 good that's a good way to start the season um week four now you're traveling to dallas so let's say you're coming off a win uh with the eagles at home now you got to go to dallas and you got to face the Cowboys in Jerry World. Yep. And, you know, they're going to be tough this year. They've lost, you know, a couple. They lost uh, Cooper. Hopefully, Parsons has a sophomore slump because he was uh, pretty good last year on defense. So, uh, but I'm, this one, it's at Dallas. I'm going to give the edge here to the Cowboys simply because they're tough to play in Dallas. We're going to be 3-0. and If we can get that winning attitude and maintain it like the good teams do, we might can win this game and we might can win this game soundly. But I'm just going to give the edge to Cowboys on this first game uh, because the confidence they're riding from last year. And we need to get some revenge and kick their butt, but I'm gonna give them an L. There. I'm gonna give them an L right here. Yeah, I got them an L too. And the reason, you know, is kind of historically since Dak has taken over, Cowboys are really good at the beginning of the season. Um, they tend to roll until it starts to get a little cold outside. So I got them an L early in the season. I'm glad to see us playing them uh, last game of the season because. They tend to fall off toward the end of the year. But. Yeah, and that game's going to probably mean something. Uh, all right. So, through four weeks, we both got them three and one. Um, and then we got the Titans at home, the Tennessee Titans. And you got to assume they're going to have a healthy Derrick Henry, no longer have A.J. Um, Tannehill's man. Uh, you know, they're still a good ball team, though. They were, well, you they know, won they, the division last yeah, year. Well, they were the number one seed in the AFC, had the home field advantage through the playoffs if they would have won. However, they got knocked out first their first playoff game. You know, deja vu like the Cowboys have been doing. But they're still a good, solid team. Derrick Henry is just hard to stop. They picked up what they believe to be uh, A.J. Brown's replacement and the, uh, the wide receiver they drafted. And they're a good team. Um, I hate to do it, but I'm going to give them an L. I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to give them a W here. I think if the Titans don't come out 3-1 and one or 4-0, and oh, I think there's going to be a lot of 
fog and some some storm clouds surrounding them and their moves moving out AJ and you know there's gonna be a lot of talk about Tannehill that rookie wide receiver falters a little bit and Tannehill falters a little bit um the only thing they're gonna have going for him will be you know Derek so quickly recap through five weeks I Steve-O have a four and one record and Buzz has them three and two all right, and then you're going to a Thursday night game, short week. On Amazon Prime. In Chicago uh, to face the Bears. Justin Fields, a uh, couple of weapons around him. Well, this game is supposed to be a no-brainer also. I mean, the Bears are bad. They did not address their offensive line. Uh, there were there several needs that team had. And they never even addressed it until fifth round uh, in the draft. And, you know, that fifth round most of the time doesn't mean starters. And, you know, so we should just be all over this team. We should just be, you know, 35 to 10 or 9. I mean, we or more. This is a team that we are, we're supposed to – just tear up. So definitely giving them the W there. Yeah, I um I don't know that we'll tear them up in my opinion, uh, but I do have them winning. But you know, a night game in Chicago, um, depending on the weather, which mm-hmm. it's a October game. But you know, a night game in Chicago, if it's a dreary, rainy night, that could hurt us. But, you know, all things considered, I agree with you. We should be able to beat the Bears. Um, They're probably the third or fourth weakest team that we're facing, if not worse. Unless it is some kind of torrential downpour, I don't see weather being a factor. All right, so we both got them Ws there. Now, you got the pack at home. Obviously, they've lost – the best receiver in football. Um, but you still got Aaron Rodgers. You know, but they've added a couple that they feel like is going to uh, fit right in and take the place. So I, I got them being a good team, you know, probably a playoff team. Uh, I don't see them – I see them maybe dropping off a smidge, but I don't see them dropping off terrible because, yeah, Devontae Adams was the beast and he – uh, Rodgers just found him time and time again. But whoever's out there, Rodgers is going to find him. That's just how good he is. So, unfortunately, you know, I'm going to give him an L here too. I just – even though it's at home, uh, we should beat this team, is my opinion, with our weapons, with our talent. But until we can prove it, you know, we, I'm just – I'm going to give him an L here. Yeah, I agree with you, man. The the thing I don't like about this spot is, you know, I, I would rather open up with the pack, the Packers uh, in the season, to be honest with you, because it it seems like in the last several years, you know, Aaron Rodgers has come out, stunk it up a little bit early in the season and just told everybody to calm down. And, you just know, relaxed. right here around week five, six, seven, it, it's kind of where he just starts turning it on. And um, starts making people look dumb. 
That's a good point. So I've got, you know, I've got him a nail here because all that being said, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of has our number too. L for both of us for the Packers game at home in FedEx. Then we go to Indy and we play the Colts, the Carson Wentz bashing organization of this century. Um, (laughs) The team that gave up the entire farm to get Wentz and then traded him away. Traded him away and have kind of just bad-mouthed them ever since. I think that'll be some motivation for Carson. Um, I sure hope so. And I uh, I got him going in, and this is one game that I really think is a prove-it game, and, and, you know, his competitive nature shines through. And I think um, I, I, I think this is kind of a big win. I think this is one of those wins where we win by – 20 or more um, and just kind of control the game and I got them a W here Colts ended up 9-8 and eight last year, they had a winning record they were 8-2 and two at one point so and, and I don't know I don't really know what happened but uh, or maybe it was 5-2 and two, I don't know but they gave up on him, they didn't have a game plan that was quarterback friendly anyway uh, they didn't have a lot of weapons of course they had Jonathan Taylor you know the a great running back but that's all they did was run the ball you know you crowd the box and you can stop the Colts this year they're going to be even worse I mean they've got a quarterback who has been in the league a while but he hasn't proven anything uh, so you know I don't see this as being close either I, I think that we should go in there and take care of business and, and just dominate, play our game, beat this team. So it's a W. All right. There you go. Both got W's in Indianapolis. So through eight weeks, I have them at six and two, which is optimistic, I'll, I'll say, but doable. Uh, Buzz has them five and three. Think back to the Alex Smith years when he was able to start the season. Two years, we were six and two. Yeah. And then he got hurt, and it all went to pieces. But so, hey, this is this record is not, you know, outlandish. Outlandish. This yeah. is, you know, if anything, it should it should be accomplished. Then you've got, you know, one of the better quarterbacks you're going to probably face this year coming to town. And his own uh, form of vengeance and redemption is Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings. You like that? You like that. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this one because they've got some weapons. They've got some good receivers. They've got Dalvin Cook running the football. They've got, you know, kind of Kirk Cousins is is where they hinge. You know, they've got Jefferson Thielen. Um, Jefferson's going to just be even better, and he was great last year. You know, and this team kind of is going to hinge on Kirk Cousins' play. So, you know, if he comes out and has a good game, this could be kind of one of those get-ran-out-of-the-stadium type places uh, situations. So, I've – bad as I hate it, you know, I've got him an L here uh, against the Vikings at home. Well – 
me and you tend to disagree again on this one. Um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a, I need to spank this team for Kirk Cousins, but saying it and doing it are two different things. You know, he's checked down Kirk. Uh, he's, he'll throw the deep ball, no doubt about it. Um, but most of, most of his check, check down still. He throws the short passes and relies on the yak. Uh, and, you know, this is going to be a big game for our um, our defensive front. I mean, they're going to have to get pressure on them. And if they do that, then we'll be successful. And I just think by this time in the year, barring any injuries, we're going to be feeling pretty good about ourselves. And we're going to want a little bit of, hey, we ain't letting Kirk Cousins come in here and beat us. And I'm going to give him a W here. All right. And then, drum roll, please. A Monday night game in Philadelphia against the Eagles. The nasty, dirty, (laughs) just filthy Philadelphia Eagles at the link. Uh, Just a a horrible, awful place to be. Terrible fans, and I hate it. I hate, you know, I hate it for you, Philly fans, but, you know, I mean, from what I've seen, I've heard players say when they're getting it, arriving on the buses, I mean, their buses are being egged, uh, you know, foul cussing going on. I mean, when they get off the bus going into the stadium, it's, that's no, you know, that's, Sports should not have that in it. Yeah, it's a dirty, awful, filthy place <laughs> that is kind of the scourge of the earth. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a place where, you know, you, you don't really want to wear any opposing colors in there. Hey, you might get hurt. I mean, you know, the my most fond memory of Eagles is a video I saw I think it was the year they won the Super Bowl of a Philly fan on the subway platform trying to catch a train and he's running flat out and runs straight into a column like a support column and it just knocks him on his butt one of my favorite Eagles uh clips of all time uh i felt like it was just a little vengeance i felt like it was just a a fitting video for my outlook on eagles fans just well you probably don't remember the body bag game do you no okay yeah it was uh it was a time that was not good and the Redskins and the Eagles were playing, and, I mean, every play, the, another player was getting knocked out of the game. I mean, they're down to just about having to play the coaches. It was just an ugly game. A lot of people got hurt. And it was a dirty game. Back then, you could get away with playing a little bit dirty, and they did. So, you know, that that probably started it. That's when it became a big rivalry. You know, I I put it I put it within a point of being the same kind of rivalry as the Cowboys and uh, uh, Commanders, but 
gosh, we got, we just got to take care of business against the Eagles. We can't let them come and, and beat us on Monday night. But unfortunately, I think yeah. we're going to I think we're going to split with them. I yeah. think we're going to lose that game. I think so too. I got them. I got I got the Eagles winning that game. Um, you know, historically, we're pretty terrible on Monday night to begin with. And then you add in all the hype um, and yeah, put it on primetime television. Hopefully I'm wrong. but Plus it's at the Eagles. And, I mean, that's just like I say. It's hard for the players over there on the bench who are not active in the game to not be standing there cussing along with the fans. I yeah. mean, it's just a bad – it's not a fun place to play. Well, you remember uh, that game – the Bengals against the uh, Steelers when – was it Miles Garrett that hit Mason Rudolph over the head with a helmet? Yeah. Yeah. So, that was – was it the Browns? I think it was Cleveland. It was the Browns. Yeah, it was okay. Cleveland, Pittsburgh. It was the Browns, not the Bengals. Um, I, I see that happening to Carson Wentz, but from Eagles fans, not from the Eagles players. Um, I can I can legitimately see these dirty, rotten, filthy fans <laughs> bringing helmets to the stadium just to try to club Carson Wentz with them because they're just vile people who are, you know, just – you know, it used to be Raider Nation was kind of like the the underbelly of the league, but the Eagles fans have definitely taken that over. And while this is all satire, um, they are just dirty, rotten, awful people. And, and I, will, I will be the nice guy here and say, you know, there's probably some decent Philadelphia Eagle fans, but I don't personally know any. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, look, this, they asked the other day on one of the shows on the network that when, when it comes to this game, because of Carson Wentz's success in Philadelphia, do you think he'll get some applause when he takes the field? I mean, the dude just busted out laughing. He said, are you kidding me? It don't matter who it is. Philly's going to rip them, cuss them, boo them, yeah. throw stuff at them. It's just the way they are. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're zombies. They are literally – they have crawled up out of the dirt and <laughs> they are just mindless machines of a just a horrible organization. Hey, but on that note, we did give uh, Philly the W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, we're trying to be realistic here. Um, all right, enough on that. Moving on to week 11, you're going to Houston to play the Texans. Uh, what I can only foresee as being an awful Texas team this year. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't really know. They they might be the worst team on this schedule, even though we play the Jags and the Lions. Anyway, but, yeah, the Texans, right. the Texans are they're trash. They're the bottom of the barrel. Um, they won like three games last year, and a couple of those were give to them. Yeah, um, yeah, I got them a W here. Yep, me too. I won't even get into it any more than what you just did. W, yeah. no problem there. Uh, and then you got the Falcons at home. The Atlanta Falcons. I, I think we can beat the Falcons. 
beat I them mean, last year. I think I think we can beat the Falcons. And we beat them when, when they had Matt Ryan playing at his best. Yeah, I don't think that they're. Um, I don't think they're as good as they were last year, and Me I think either. we're better. Yeah, um, I see that being a W. It shouldn't be much of an issue. I mean, they're gonna. You got Cordell Patterson. He's gonna really excel this year, I believe. Their little stud, uh, what's his name, got suspended for gambling, so he's not playing this year. He's out. Um, they lost. They lost Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan was the offense, and that uh, that was just, he was the offense. Yeah, that was him it. and Cordero Patterson. Yes, yeah, so were, were kind of the the only two that really put up stats. Definitely a W there. All right, and then you go to the Meadowlands to face the Giants. The Daniel Jones maybe led Giants. Uh, I don't know. I mean, are the Giants, are they relevant, um, you know, until they become relevant? I'd say no. You know, I know a couple delusional Giants fans who are, you know, oh, we, we had a good draft and we're da 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 Danny Dimes and all of this. And I'm, you know, it's kind of one of those, it's like talking to a three-year-old when he's telling you how he can jump off the back of the couch and fly across the room if he puts his cape on. That's how Giants fans kind of are right now, talking about their team. And it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, buddy. And you just kind of like pat him on the head like you would a, a puppy or something. Yeah, yeah okay, buddy. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of that's where I'm at with them, man, until they prove me wrong in my book. Um, they're they're not quite relevant, and I know again it's an NFC East rivalry, and anything can happen. And the Meadowlands have not been kind to Washington, um, but you know it's a W for me. Well, okay, so the Giants might be competitive this year. I mean they they committed that uh, Jones is their quarterback. Okay, they didn't go after a quarterback. And even though most of the fans wanted him to, probably, uh, but they didn't. They said, we just got – he's our quarterback. We got to get better people around him. And I think they did that. Um, they definitely got some good value in the draft, some people who can start right away. Uh, defense is going to be much improved. And I don't think Barkley's going to be – any better than he was last year because I think he was just one of those one-year wonders since he got hurt. He's just he's just not shining anymore. A leg but, injury to a big-legged guy is kind of catastrophic. Yeah, definitely. And But I do think that they, they added some weapons. Uh, you know, this game to me, it's just kind of a toss-up and it's because, number one, other than last year, the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones has had our number. But we're a different team this year. We've got a lot more physicality, I believe. We should be much improved. Um, you know, this one, I wouldn't bet on this game. But I'll give the W to the commanders just because, it's like you, it's the Giants. All right, so so heading into the bye, uh, we, our picks are a bit different. But we've both got them at 9-4. and four through 13 weeks. Then you go into a bye, all right, and then you come back and you face the Giants again. 
at FedEx. This is that to-be-determined game. It could very well be a Saturday game. Who knows? Until the Giants prove me wrong, they're just like – they're the little brother that looks up to the big brother who is, you know, he, he's playing varsity ball. And the little nine-year-old brother, he's like – he's in, you know, little leagues. And he's, he's not really even good. He probably, like, throws with his left hand even though he's right-handed. And he just really looks up to his big brother. But, uh, you know, the, he's got all kinds of aspirations. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, come on, man. Go, go play the piano or something because this, this just ain't for you. So, I got him. I got another W. I got a, I got a sweep in the New York football giants. Well, yeah, this game's at home, and regardless, like I say, I think that first one a couple weeks earlier is going to be a little bit of a toss-up, but I gave us a W. This one I don't think is going to – the buy is going to help us. Kind of a late buy, I hate that, because, you know, normally if you can get that week 8 to week 10 buy, it's in the middle – Seems to be more beneficial, but hey, it is what it is. Another W here. I think we take control right here, the Giants, and sweep them also. All right. There you go. Sorry, Giants fans. Um, you know, there's always next year, I guess. Hopefully they can um, knock down the Cowboys and the Eagles a little bit, but whatever. Yeah, Giants just beat the Eagles and the Cowboys, and we'll take care and beat you, and that'll all be good. Yeah. All right, and then you go west coast across the country and play the San Francisco 49ers. Um, that's my alarm. You know, that's a tough game. Who's their quarterback? I guess it's Jimmy G. I don't know. They're going to they're going to be good, uh. I mean, yeah. It's going to be a good division outside of maybe Seattle. Um, and you know, realistically headed to the west coast playing them on their home turf. I got a, I got an L here. Um, I like the 49ers. I mean, we normally play them pretty well. Yeah. Um, but we played them some close games. But they, they seem to edge us out um, for the most part. Well, again, it's kind of like the, the, you know, we talked about with the Packers game. I mean, till we can prove we can beat them, I mean, you got to give them the edge. It's at their place. It's home. Uh, you know, Jimmy G, say he's starting. Well, he's done showed he can beat us. Even if they start their new guy, um, which is always the possibility this year, by that time in the year, he's going to be much improved probably. Kyle Shanahan just, you know, he's he's just one of those guys that can uh, – he reminds me a little bit of Joe Gibbs, the way he was. He would take a week to week to week and have different game plans totally. You wouldn't even look like the same team. Yeah. I'm gonna give my L here. Also, who knows? We could, you know, we could go in there and take care of business. But I just, I think that on the West Coast, 49ers have the edge. Yeah, most definitely. Then you have the Cleveland Browns coming to Washington. What does it look like? I know they got Deshaun. Um, he is he playing? Who knows? I mean, because you know he could have a four, five, six game suspension. He could have a whole season suspension. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing determined yet. and uh, But even if Deshaun plays, uh, I mean, you know, the Browns, they're pretty solid on defense. Yeah, but, they've got running backs. And they got, they've got they got a good defense. They got, they got, uh, they've got some weapons. I'm, I'm going to, you know, 
I'm going to play the devil's advocate here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the edge to the Browns. I'm gonna say I think we can beat them, but I'm gonna say we do not. I'm gonna say they come in and they beat us, and uh, that's an L for us. Well, this is, you know, at this time of the season, it all comes down to who's healthy. You know, if we're healthy, uh, yeah, I, I see us beat, taking care of the Browns. Uh, if we're not healthy, you know, we, we might not be anybody. But uh, I see us beating them. I think their defense is going to put a lot of pressure on us. I think it's going to be a tight game. You know, it's at home, so I'm going to give the W to the Commanders. All right. I'm choosing the Browns just because, you know, I think we can beat them, but – I got to be realistic, and it seems like, looking at my record here that I have in front of me, on my previous picks, I haven't given us an L on a game we should really win yet. So this is that game because you're going to lose some you should win, and you're going to win some you shouldn't lose. That's true. To finish out the season week 18, you got the Cowboys at home. Um, Interesting game. Again, I like playing them late in the season because – they tend to fall off once the weather gets a little cold. Uh, this is one of those games that can really go either way. But, you know, like you alluded to earlier, I don't think anybody's sweeping us um, in the East. And, you know, it could very well happen. But I, I think, you know, I think this is a W for us. So I got them winning the last game of the season against the Cowboys at home. You know what? I'm going to go on and say this. We'll, we'll have to look back when it when it gets right down to the nitty-gritty, but I think this game's going to probably be for the division uh, because, I mean, looking at the Cowboys' schedule, I can see them winning 10, 11, 12 games too. Sure. And we're looking at sitting here, I'm looking at an 11-5 record with one game left. Uh, we could be very well playing for the division, but I'm going to give them the W here because it's at home and because I just don't think nobody's sweeping uh, us in the NFC East this year. Uh, I don't think we liked that feeling last year, and the ones that are coming back are going to see to it, and the new ones that are coming in are going to be told, you know, this is a must win, and, and I think we'll get it done. And again, it all comes down to this time of the season. Are your key players healthy? Are they playing good? I mean, are they nursing injuries? If they're healthy, I mean, this team can beat anybody. We got some we got some talent on this team. Yeah, and I really, really hope we win this game because again, Cowboys fans, you know, they're like um, they're like the preppy dude next door that wears the short shorts and like <laughs> he he's it's sunny outside, but he's got his hat on backwards. And he's got his hand up over his eyes to shield the sun out of his eyes, even though his hat's on backwards and he's got no shades on. He's like that guy, man. He's like the he's like the 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 douchebag of the community. You know, he's the guy that really thinks that his '96 Honda Civic uh, with hubcaps on it is a bad bad machine, and you know he, he will tout it. Oh, VTEC power, VTEC power. You know. And he'll rev it up at stoplights and stuff like that. And it's got 278,000 miles on it. And it's three quarts low on oil. Uh, and the muffler's dragging the ground. <laughs> you know, that's a Cowboys fan for you. So I'm I really. I could have said it better myself. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping that late in the season, because they're going to be screaming Super Bowl all season. And I really hope late they in the season. They already are. They're, they're, you know, they're, 
their moral, their morale has just fallen off of a cliff and, and crushed itself on the rocks below, uh, like the hopes and dreams of making that 96 Civic a race car. Well, you know, and not only the, not only that, which I would have to say is well said, um, but winning the last game in the regular season's a, a, a big plus to entering into the playoffs. You know, you want to go into the playoffs with with wins, with momentum. It means a lot, believe it or not, but it does in professional sports and uh, or in any sports, but. Not only winning and momentum, but beating the Cowboys, come on. Yeah. That's going to pump you up. You're going into the playoffs with a chip on your shoulder. And as we all know, when the playoffs start, it's a whole new season. Anything can happen. So I think both of these predictions are very realistic. I've got them ending the season at 11 and 6. Uh, you have them winning the season 12 and 5. Um, and win in the East. And I think, exactly, I think they can win the East at 11-6, and six, honestly, uh, if they can not get swept by either the Eagles or the Cowboys. Uh, I think 11-6 and six at that point is attainable to win the East. And you never know what happens around the league. Could possibly the NFC East get a wild card bid this year. Who knows? But um, I think both of these are, are – well attainable and not unrealistic and you know it could slide a little bit this way or it could slide a little bit that way um but hey that's why we play the games we don't just look at the schedules and 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 dole out the wins and losses commanders all the way let's get it